Hello, everybody. Welcome to Political Football for uh, NFL Week 13 review. My name is Dave. I'm here with Cleve. We're part of the Mad Ice Media Network. Uh, Scott should hopefully be joining us here in a little bit, our third co-host. Uh, Cleve, how are you doing this week? I'm good, man. I'm still fighting a little bug or something. It's like, I don't know if you can still hear it. Me too. Can you like give diseases through StreamYard? Did you make me sick last week? No, I think I, I think the the quarterback play in a moral victory did. Now I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually like, I know the, I understand the, the whole theory behind moral victories. Cause I actually felt better about that team putting up a fight the way they did. That defense came alive after, I, I know we're going to talk about it, but I felt good about, I felt, I felt good about the team. You know? No, we can uh we can get right into that. So for the listeners who don't know or viewers uh on YouTube who don't know, although if you're watching YouTube, you know Cleve is a Jets fan because it's a giant ass hat that says Jets fan. Not a big hat that Brian Robinson was uh by the way, Cleve, I was going to get a big hat for the show, like as a gimmick, like a yeah. big lions hat. Yeah. Guess how much it costs to get it fully customized with the Lions? It's like two hundred bucks. One twenty five. I figured it's something like that. I figured and it's got to be over 100 bucks. I am willing to pay for a bit, but I also said six to eight weeks for delivery. And I was like, oh, I want to be funny by then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they're out of stock. I think Brian Robinson did them a huge solid. Wow. Uh, they endorsement on it or something. Yeah, they're moving a few units. So, um, yeah, typically we do sort of go in order of the games by time or whatever, but I think the Jets-Vikings game that you're alluding to is one of the more interesting ones on the week. So we can definitely move uh, move there first. So the Jets 22, Vikings 27, and uh, White Mike's first game on the road. Um, I didn't think he looked that bad. The one big mistake was missing Garrett Wilson for that 70-yard touchdown that probably would have won the game. Yeah, and it happens. You know, he's you know he's in the lineup a couple weeks now. so. Um, you know, we're getting what we're getting. But again, I, I felt good because that defense fought back. Yeah. And, you know, it was the Vikings for, for Christ's sakes. Like, you know, we, I didn't think we were going to win the, that game, honestly, but I was thinking just hang in there, guys. Just just kind of show a bit of fight. And, and they did. I was very proud of the effort, at least. <laughs> Here you go from Paul Cleve. Paul says, I had no idea that white Mike was actually white. Really, Paul? <laughs> I, hope, I hope he's kidding. I hope he's last year when they built the statue to him. <laughs> no, no, white Mike is actually a uh uh generic, generic white guy. Um which is why which is why the name fits so well. And yeah, I um you know, I I think I think what White Mike is showing us is that he is probably going to be – he's like a Chase Daniel. He's going to be a long-term, great backup quarterback who could come in for a stretch. And that stretch is probably going to – I mean, it could be to take the Jets to the playoffs this year. Like I said, yeah, we, we're not – I mean, we're – well, at least me. I would be crazy – that's Paul. I will be crazy <laughs> to say that we're going to, you know, ride the, the rod in or whatever. No uh, – no – um chill on that but I um I just feel good about the team I really feel good about that defense and I really feel good about the quarterback play getting some play out of it because I don't think I'm I'm not a Zach guy I'm 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 off that train yeah um for right now like he's probably a backup at best somewhere else but we might give him another try but this year we don't need him I mean we need somebody to put up 
you know, more than a hundred yards. In a no. Night. And you could, you could tell too, from some of the comments from the locker room, you got Garrett Wilson saying, you oh, know, I love, I love, uh, he said, I love Mike white. Uh, Cause he doesn't know his name. He says, I love Mike white. I would, you know, I'd go to war with this guy. And that's quite a bit different than what they were talking about with Zach Wilson. So yeah, I think, I think it's white Mike the rest of the way. Um, if the play- yeah, if the playoffs started today, the Jets would be the number two seeded at Kansas City. Let's say that's the case. They go to Kansas City and get smoked by 21. Would this be a successful season for you? Yeah, because um, the windfall is kind of what I expected. If we if we can go back to like week, I mean, our preview week, I, I was predicting six or seven games, I think. I think. Um, and I'm happy with the – I'm happy because, again, the last couple of years have been four, four wins, three wins, that type of stuff. So – um, team looks pretty good. Some of our draft picks look pretty good. So yeah, I'm looking for the upside of this at the at the end of the season. Yeah, and the other thing too is that um Adam Levitan from Establish the Run pointed out there's a chance the Jets will sweep rookie of the year because Sauce looks like a lock on defense, and Garrett Wilson could end up being the offensive rookie of the year as well. Really? And the door is open because Brees Hall got hurt. Yeah. And again, <clears throat> excuse me, and again. You know, having that quarterback switch, I mean, you got a guy that, that's a Ferrari and you're driving him like he's a Honda. So, you know. Yeah. Do your yeah. thing. Man. No. And then from the Vikings, the Vikings point of view, I mean, they are in a very strong position to secure the number two overall seed in the NFC now. Um, we'll get to the 49ers later. Obviously, the Bucks are going to catch them. Uh, we'll get to the 49ers later. But it looks like the Vikings will end up being the number two seed in the end in the NFC, which is, you know, back to back home games to open the playoffs. Uh, if you had to guess right now, Cleve, do you think the Vikings would make the NFC title game? I mean, again, you know, my voice is kind of cracking to do the um, the old Kirk, <laughs> Kirk Cousins <laughs> bit. But I don't know, man. They're, they're such a sneaky – like their record is – I don't know if their record is a real record or not, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm not buying just yet because primetime Cousins is going to, you know, lay his egg or whatever. So – no, I'm, I I don't think I got any fight in that. Well, we'll we'll see if they're for real this week because this week they get the uh, Fighting Lions of Detroit. Yeah, so you guys are good last week. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that. At least at least not at least not a walkover anymore. I got to say it is pretty nice. I mean, the Lions are still kind of bad, but it is nice like having our teams just not be atrocious doing the show. Finally, Dude, you know what's crazy? Both of our teams put up over a thirty burger this year, and like yeah. that never happens for us. <laughs> yes. Also, going into next year, I'd rather be both of us in the Patriots. Shout out, Manny Ice. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the, that was the Jets-Vikings. I mean, I thought that was really good. That was a really good, entertaining game. Now, sticking in the, uh, the AFC East, we'll go back to Thursday. Bills 24, the Patriots 10. I only wrote down one note for this game, Cleve. Uh, Bills' methodical win against a clearly overmatched opponent. I sentiment that. <laughs> There's nothing there. Like I, I like when I know Zappy's not playing, I'm not watching. I'm, I, that's a real comment. Like I, I don't know. Like, I got I wanted to see Zappy play. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, sorry. Uh, quick change of topic. We'll be doing this in and out as this is going on. Live results coming in for the Georgia Senate election runoff. Um, this is political football, so we talk about it anyways. But there's a Heisman Trophy winner on the ballot, so that really makes a crossover. Uh, Rockdale County, Warnock is outpacing what he did in November um, in this county. This is one of the bigger counties. So that's exactly the sort of thing that we're that we're looking to see. Um, 
it's going to be truly to call. We won't get a call until probably after midnight Eastern. But what I've seen so far, the Dave Decision Desk would would make a call for Warnock. But the Dave Decision Desk is known to be wrong sometimes. But so far, so good. So I just that just came through from Steve Kornacki. So I wanted to I wanted to get that out there. I can't believe we're in a world where there's a runoff with Herschel Walker's name in it. Like it's insane. Herschel Walker. Um, I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant to even say this. Um, <laughs> recorded. I mean, we 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 swear like we don't really have like a language thing. It's no, explicit, but he referred to himself as a coon positively. Wow. Yeah, like a couple days, like yesterday. Okay. And like, oh, they call me a coon, but they don't know that that's actually a good thing because that means, and it's like. <laughs> Yo, I have nothing. <laughs> like, what do you like? Even Kanye knows that's a bad thing. Jesus, <laughs> like, Come what? On, man, get with it. I don't. You know, for the Senate, I mean, the United States Senate is supposed to be like a very serious institution. You think, right? Like, like an extremely serious institution. I don't. Man, I don't. That's a that's a I gotta look that up honestly. Yeah, we gotta I gotta look that up because I yeah. I'm, just, I'm floored with that one. I'm so so is that more ridiculous or is his discussion about whether werewolves or vampires are better for Georgia more ridiculous? Mm. Wow, <laughs> I had the hard pause there. Like <laughs> it's a trick question. The most ridiculous is him saying that our good air chooses to go over to China. The the idea that the air thinks and makes decisions is definitely the most ridiculous thing this man has said. Wow. And he, he could get a vote. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it's so far so good based on what you based on what you want to see. Fulton County just dropped their early vote in here as well. But yeah, I got nothing more really to say on the Bills Patriots. I mean, it's exactly what we thought we'd see, right? Ex- absolutely. Excuse me. Perfect. Okay. So Paul's actually got a good comment here. He says, yeah, uh, Herschel yeah, Walker cool. and Kanye are proof that money drives everyone insane, not just white people. Um, this is true, but politically speaking, white people without money seem to be pretty insane too. <laughs> right? Like, like I can see where like I um, get a bunch of money and go off the deep end, but there's a lot of Joe the Plumbers up there that seem to already be off the deep end. So Joe the Plumber. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, speaking of Joe the Plumber, Aaron Rodgers to the Packers 24, Chicago Bears 19. So going into this game, we didn't know if um Aaron Rodgers uh or um what's his name? Jordan Love were gonna be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it does turn out that it was Aaron Rodgers who played in this game, and he played pretty well. Also, Justin Fields came back, which I was surprised uh to see as well. The main takeaway from this game for me, though, Cleve, is that there is just, just no help at all for um, uh, Justin Fields on this team. Nah, I mean, did he like a seventy-yard jailbreak touchdown? Like because he had to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did have a long, another long rushing touchdown in this game, but there's just nobody. I mean, Claypool's still getting worked in there. Um, Cole Komet is a mannequin. Like, there's just nobody to help him out. Yeah, I mean, they're if they're thinking about his future there, they got to be thinking about some drafting, some strategic drafting come um, come April. 
Yeah, speaking of strategic drafting, the Packers did actually draft a wide receiver in the second round, and he does actually appear to um uh to be pretty good here. Christian Watson, who we clowned initially for not making it to training camp and never having played any football in college and then dropping a wide open touchdown after Dustin Patrick Peterson. In this game, three catches for 48 yards and a touchdown, one rush for 46 yards and a touchdown. He has eight touchdowns in his last four games. Who was the last rookie wide receiver to do that? Eight in the last four? Eight eight and four games. Mm, it's hard. That's a hard one. Randy Moss. I was gonna say Randy, but I, it just didn't seem it, it didn't seem like that. Yeah, and, and that's the end of the list, by the way. And you know what's ridiculous about that stat? That's more touchdowns than Russell Wilson. Like, yes. <laughs> over 13 weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Russell Wilson thing. I mean, we're gonna get to that yeah. in, in that team, but my God, I, there's a there's a meme going online about will Russell Wilson have more touchdowns this year than bathrooms in his house because he's got 12 bathrooms in his new house. Jesus. Um. Uh. Well, like uh, Lil Wayne says, I got 10 bathrooms I can shit all day, and uh, that's what Russell's doing there on the field, just shitting all day long. <laughs> uh, nothing else really in this game. The Packers winning technically keeps them alive for a wild card playoff spot. Mathematically, there's like they, what would have to happen. I mean, is it too early to tell? Well, right now they're chasing the Seahawks, Commanders, and Giants, so you only need two out of those three to fall off. Probably, Not insane. Probably, yeah. I was gonna say like with the, with that three, any one of those guys can go off off the ramp. Yeah, but they're gonna need two of them, right? If only one of them does, the other two will go ahead of the Packers. But they're not dead. Um, Speaking of teams that are dead, Steelers 19 at Falcons 16. My note on this game, this is a game that happened. I didn't I didn't I, I didn't watch even red zone flicking so I didn't watch any of that to be honest with you. The Falcons touchdown was scored by Michael Pruitt. Why is that name sound familiar? Because he's got more touchdowns this year at the tight end position for Atlanta than Kyle Pitts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I had, I had, I had, I had nothing. I had nothing in that. Okay, I'm taking a look at more numbers here from Steve. We got a uh, in uh, Loundis County. Looks like Warnock just sort of holding serve. You're hoping to get his numbers up there, but just holding serve. This is gonna be close. This is gonna be way closer than 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 we want to admit. Um, literally anything on the Steelers here, Cleef? I mean. When do you think Tomlin makes his uh his press conference thing? I don't know the Tuesday after the season. Probably okay. Yeah. Oh, it takes the Jackson State job for Dion. <laughs> That's cold. What do you think about that? Since since we kind of rushed that, like, what do you think about the the um? I mean, I, I don't know how much, how much you know about what's happening with it, but he's being told, touted as a sellout, and he yes, like he just ran for the money or whatever it was. Um, like, what are your thoughts about that? I think that Deion Sanders successfully made at least one HBCU football program relevant again when there hasn't been one in a long time, and he showed that it's possible and it can be done. Mm -hmm. But if he wants to be a big-time college football coach, you can't do that staying at HBCUs, unfortunately. Right Now, the question of is Colorado a good job or not – it's not recently, but Boulder is awesome. It's a big state school. They've got money. You know, I 
I don't really see a problem with him doing that. It seems like the right thing to do in that career. I mean, he he probably wasn't going to get an invite right like right away to any of the power conferences, so he kind of has to test his wares somewhere else. Uh, if he make, I mean, they were one one in eleven, right? Something like that. Yeah, one in eleven. They beat Kale. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, you're you're literally starting from scratch there. Um, they have much facilities. He doesn't have to donate most of his salary to, you know, to make yeah. it happen. So, um, for those people that say that he's a sellout, I don't. I'm not gonna go that far with it. Um, the only the, the only thing about it that I think that's kind of weird is that you know, um, the minute that he was offered, it, it wasn't like he had three offers, four offers. The first offer that he got, he took. And yeah. He left. And it's within his right. Like he does. He he. He lost seven games in two years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, what else are you supposed to do? Like, the blueprint has, has been met, and you need to – um exactly <laughs> called the Pac-12 non-power conference. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Paul, I'm <laughs> – I'm the least educated college guy um, when it comes to football on this. But when I say power, like, I'm talking like the, you know, the conferences that I know, like the Rutgers of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Cleve, name besides USC and UCLA, name four other teams in the Pac-12. Shit. Is it Hawaii? I, I've, nope. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> Like if, if, can I call like a lifeline in or something like that? I don't, I don't know. Are you gonna Are you gonna phone a friend and call me to answer my own question? <laughs> you're, you're watching me Google, so I, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. It's to, and that's why, like with college football, I watch just the playoffs because there's too many games for me to be invested. And I don't like my my team. You know, the Hurricanes have been just whatever the last you know decade. So yeah. No, no, no. Rutgers are the Scarlet Knights, not the Hurricanes. <laughs> Rutgers. Yeah, I just um, you know, don't know. <laughs> uh Utah is in there. The Utes. Utes yes. Is the upset, man. The the Arizona schools, uh, the Northern California schools, like Cal, Stanford, and then Washington, Oregon, those schools, places like that. Uh, but USA and UCLA are leaving for the Big Ten. Here we go. We're going to a so. Power. So that'll be good. Um, I think we are going to get Scott in a little bit, so I'm going to skip the Lions till he's here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go to what I think right now is the most complete team in the NFL, the Titans. No, I'm kidding. The Titans 10 at the Eagles 35. You know, I text you guys earlier, so you know my <laughs> stand, you know, you know where I stand on this. Yeah, so the Titans fired their GM which is probably a good idea after he refused to sign A.J. Brown, and then A.J. Brown turned around and put 8-1-19-2 on him. <laughs> I know. All right, let me get myself together. Like, it is <laughs> it is the quintessential poster child for a revenge game. Because if yes. you're the brass, you're like, seriously? The guy came back to torch us like that? But they didn't they just extend him, like, in February? Yeah. Wow. So it just shows you how fickle the situation is and when you don't produce and when you don't put together a roster but someone said something cryptic today and I had to go back and scrub online and Vabral basically was kind of outing the guy saying hey well, this is what I got to deal with is who I'm working with this is the team that has been put together for me you know so he probably was saying he had not much say in who you know who took the field yeah uh, from the person outside but um yeah GMs take notice a guy comes back that you didn't give money to, and just goes off. Yeah, kind of wish the Packers played the Raiders this year. 
<laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> I'm trying to think who else got traded. Uh, Hollywood Brown from the Ravens to the Cardinals. He got moved instead of getting paid. Uh, Tyreek going back to Kansas City, which you could see in the playoffs. Yeah, that would that that, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be that'd be amazing. Because Tyreek Hill goes 13 for 228 and three and loses. <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> ugly, bro. That's ugly. Yeah, not as ugly though as the Titans' ground game in this game. For the fourth straight game, Derrick Henry got shut down. Derrick Henry, eleven carries for thirty yards. Did he get his money? Like, did he get like a re-up? No, no, he signed a good contract a couple years ago, but he hasn't had it. He hasn't redone it yet. Well, he he may be going out to pasture with that because I I don't think that kind of performance is going to get you more money. No, not when you have to be the focal point of the offense. He did add two catches for eight yards, though. <laughs> okay. So- so he does have he does have that going for him. Um, we mentioned the AJ Brown revenge game. Um, the other thing about this game too for the Eagles is that if you remember last week, um, Jalen Hurts had 170 rushing yards. Yeah, this week he had 12 because they can win multiple ways, and I think that for that reason, I think Jalen Hurts should be very seriously in the MVP conversation right now he has to be i mean record alone whether people think they didn't play anybody or not i mean he's got command of the offense they're playing you know they're 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 firing all cylinders and they're playing good football and good enough to win i mean they're winning ugly but they're good enough to win yeah no no absolutely um oh this game was not ugly at all this game was really pretty hurts 29 of 39 380 yards three touchdowns no picks another touchdown on the ground yeah and paul paul made a good um a good thing because I, I love running backs. So, I mean, if anyone's watched the show, they know that I'm a running back lover. And you're right. I f- forgot that they only get maybe two good contracts a lot of right. Todd Gurley. Um, which I, I forget that Todd Gurley played in the league. Like, that's insane, yes. right? That's insane. They, I, I forget that he played in the league. Todd Gurley is now your worst football player than Michael Pruitt. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um. Even Baker Mayfield keeps getting jobs. <laughs> Go there. Can't wait to get All to right. that one. All right. Um, here's something I've been looking forward to uh, to doing for a while. Let's talk shit about Deshaun Watson, how bad he is at football. Browns 27 at the Texans 14. Um, Watson 12 of 22 for 131 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. I mean, that's the proof of not playing two years of football. Yeah, um, just absolute garbage from him. The Browns did not score an offensive touchdown in this game. Two defensive touchdowns and a punt return. How do you think Jacoby Brissett felt sitting there watching that? Um, I don't know. He's getting his check. He's probably all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's touche, touche. Yeah, he's he's getting starter money. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be a Ram next year. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm yeah, out of here. Beat Baker out. Here we go. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, uh, um, obviously, this is Sean Watson's first game back. Happened to be against his former team at the former team stadium. And the thing is, the stadium was like half full. Like, nobody cares about this guy. He came out in the post game talking about how it was difficult and all this and that. And it's like, bro, nobody cares. Like, you just suck. And hopefully that wow. continues. What... What is it? Um, what do you? What do you? And I know we're gonna we we beat this to nauseum last season or early this season. Like, what do you think is gonna take for 
like I don't know how to forgive him or get past it. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know like what's gonna be like the line for me. Like, okay, he served enough, or there's been there's been penance. Obviously, the victims, you know, have to have some kind of restitution. I understand that, but I'm talking about from the football gods because before all of this, he was a pretty damn good football player. It's like OJ, yeah. like OJ, you know, whatever. But OJ was a great football player. Like, when do you yeah. like give him something? Well, uh, never, because football is a privilege and not a right. I'm not saying the guy should be catapulted headfirst into a brick wall, but he should not be playing in the NFL anymore. So that is a privilege that he should have lost. And if it was, if there was any justice, he would have lost it already. So I never want him to be good. I don't want good things to happen to a football field ever. Um, I'm, I'm on like team torn ACL for Deshaun Watson. Like every time he drops back, mm. that's, that's what I'm rooting for. Like there's no, yeah, there's nothing there. It's just, you know, but he he should not be he should no longer have the um um right to play in the league. And Paul makes a good point. He says my problem is that he hasn't shown any contrition, which is also a very strong point. Like this guy has not been remorseful or anything at all. Is it is it because he f- he feels that he does not he did nothing wrong, or he feels yes. that he doesn't owe anyone anything? Uh, both. Yes. I mean, the, honestly, though, what does it matter? Like. Either he's he's such a psychopath he doesn't realize what he did wrong, or he knows what he did wrong and he doesn't care to apologize for it. Wow. So, yeah, I don't have any any sort of leeway, any sort of forgiveness at all for um for Deshaun Watson here. Okay, I'm skipping one more game there. I'm gonna hope that we catch uh, catch Scott for that one. Next game here, Cleve, we have a game that I know you watched every single snap of. You were taking meticulous notes. You could really break it down. Broncos 9 at Ravens 10. Man, who who texted me the garbage can of the jersey? Or so, was it you or Matt? No, it was Matt. I mean, fitting. Fitting. <laughs> fitting. How? Um, I asked this question twice already. And I don't know if I got an answer. Maybe Paul might have an answer. Do you think a guy could play himself out of the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I mean, I think it's an ongoing thing. He's only got one Super Bowl. He doesn't hold any records. I think he could I think he could for sure play himself out. I mean, definitely he's not a first ballot, right? So No. So you think what, second, third? Try? Yeah, something like that. Gets in eventually. Um now, my my bet that Stafford's a lock for the Hall of Fame was always predicated on the fact that he's had a better career than Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson was going. Mm. So, but if Russell Wilson doesn't go anymore, that moves that bar pretty low and puts Stafford in some trouble, um, some trouble too. So it'll be interesting to see if Russ can bounce back from this. If this is just like a one year blip, or if he's just totally totally washed. Now, the big story out of this game is that Lamar Jackson got hurt. He has a. PCL injury, he's going to be out one to three weeks. Can you tell us what the PCL is and what this injury is and like well, why why I mean, it keeps him out? It's um obviously we know why it keeps him out because he's he's a runner. I mean he likes to take off. Uh so you have your ACL, MCL, PCL. They're ligaments of the knee. And as this, I explained this before, um ligaments don't have a blood supply. So like that's why the healing kind of can be wonky a little bit because there's no blood supply that goes to those um, ligaments and joints and all of that. Like he, so I think it's a little bit more severe than that. Um, I don't think one to three weeks. If he comes back, they're going to shoot him up to come back. This is my speculate speculation, not the 
the yeah. show's thing, but um, you mean you don't have an you don't have an inside source with the Ravens? Nah, you know my my take on it is that he shouldn't have. He gambled on this year on himself. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, again, injuries are a part of this game, right? And his brand of football, he increases that every time he take he leaves that pocket. You know. So you want to know something interesting about that? And this is counterintuitive, and I wouldn't have thought it, but pocket quarterbacks mm-hmm. are more likely to miss games due to injury than running quarterbacks. That is correct. Yes, and the reason for that is that while running quarterbacks get hurt more often, pocket quarterbacks get hurt worse because they get hit in the head and the knees. And in the back and in, yep. the, in the throwing motion, guy yeah. comes up behind you, clips you the wrong way, your, your shoulder's ripped up. Yeah, so, you know, the running quarterbacks are actually better. How to put this? They're more likely to pick up an injury, but it's mm-hmm. much less likely to be a devastating injury. Correct. Um, yeah, uh, I, I uh, definitely agree with that. Yeah, unless you're Trey Lance and I have like way too much money invested on your performance this season, then you'll get hurt immediately in the second week. But all the I other mean, running quarterbacks. I mean, think of much. think of the LT Thiesman injury. Yeah. He was in the pocket, and the pocket collapsed on him. His own guys, his guy, and Lawrence Taylor all collapsed on him as yeah. he was standing back there. The Brady injury? Down. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I mean, he's just standing there, and the guy kind of went low, and that was it. So, yeah, you're right. I, I could definitely see you're right about that. I mean, running um, increases the danger of, of getting hit in the open field, but Lamar is so electric, like a Vic and and, and those guys, where he can, he can second gear it. Yeah. But the minute it happened, I was like shaking my head. Like he goes to the table to negotiate, and they're gonna look at him like, "Well, how's the knee looking?" And then after doctors bring out the uh, X-ray thing, and like, okay, that takes a hundred million off off the table. Yeah. Now the other thing we should mention for um uh for the Ravens here is that Tyler Huntley came into the game, and it was not encouraging because we saw Tyler Huntley last year, and he was fine when he came in when he came in for them last year. In this game, they still looked really bad with Tyler Huntley in the game. Now, the, the Broncos do have a legitimate defense, um, which is part of the reason why you can know Hackett is so bad because their defense their defense is so good. But still, Huntley did get the game-winning draft at the end of the game, but the Ravens' offense still did not look good. Do you have any long-term concerns, Lamar, Huntley, whoever, about the Ravens' offense? A little, yeah, a little bit. Like, you know, you, you were high on them this year, right, still? Yeah, yeah, I had him. Uh, I had them versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. The way it's looking now, I'm not. I'm not high on them right, right now. Um, something's definitely going on over there. Um, and you know, Lamar now is going to be rethinking: Should I still go out? Should I shut it down? Or, or what? What can I do? Yeah. I... <sighs> I mean, the team is in such a strong position. He needs to keep playing. But this yeah. is why you just have to force your hand at the start of the season. I want other players to see this going forward. Like we, we all thought just, it was a bad idea. We all, yes. we all said, you know, even what they were offering him, he should have considered versus saying, I'm shutting things down, self-imposed by Friday. I'm just going to play ball. Like, And I'm like, okay, you know, you roll the dice and here we are. Yeah, I, I think it's more than three weeks. I'm just, you know, shooting the shit. I mean, they, if they try to, if they try to back out, he's definitely going to be not looking like like the Lamar of old. 
Yeah, so we're getting numbers in here now from Cobb and DeKalb County in Georgia. The early the early vote is in, not the mail vote, but the early vote. And the numbers are on par right now for Warnock. I was hoping he'd be a little bit higher here because uh, that could just about that could just about do it. But if he holds serve in the Metro Atlanta area for his own support and Walker does slightly better, just slightly better in like the rural outline areas, mm-hmm. it won't matter if Walker loses support in like the like suburban white people around Atlanta. Right. He needs he still needs those people to come back to him that weren't there in the first place. So there's multiple paths for Warnock to win here. But I was really hoping that the numbers out of Atlanta would just like smash through a wall. Yeah, just bury everything. And that and that that would be that. And they could, like it's but it's too close to just look at and be like, oh yeah, that's a smash. It could be a smash, but you just can't look at it from seeing it right away, which I was really hoping to to get that here as it as it came out. Um yeah, I'm with you. I cannot believe that we have a race this close with Herschel Walker. Mind blowing, man! It is mind blowing. I mean, this has to be one of the worst candidates for Senate ever, right? Um, nah. This, I mean, there's there's been a couple, but yeah, this is this is worse because it's it's a black man measured relative to the time that they live in. Like, certainly every single pro slavery Senate candidate <laughs> in the 1800s is worse. Although I'm not entirely convinced Herschel Walker wouldn't be. I'm not even gonna take the bait on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I think if you went to him and you're like, hey, Herschel, not you and yours, but in general. Paul saying Dr. Oz was worse. Man, I don't know. No, I mean Herschel right now, probably worse than Oz. Oz Oz was was weird. But the things Herschel says, like it's just to to be to be in that position, you're like, wow, it's scary. It's scary. and they're both carpet baggers, and neither of them live in the state where they're running. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Picking between Doctor Oz and Herschel Walker is reaching to a bucket of turds and picking out the shiniest one. I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's not like there's a good option here. Um, um. Paul says a man coming off a stroke beat the brakes off of eyes because he's a weird carpet beggar that nobody liked. I mean, that's a fair point. That's that's a fair point because Rafael Warnock is a strong candidate, but John Fetterman is also a strong candidate. And honestly, the fact that he's coming off a stroke really shouldn't matter. And I think it's more evidence that it didn't end up mattering, which is what the case should be. I think it mattered that Oz was in a really nice, some nice tailored suits, and my man just wore a hoodie through the whole thing. Yes, awesome. <laughs> just authentically himself. Like Doctor Oz should have done the whole thing in his scrubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Right. Like the Ace Ventura too. This is how they know you. Like they know you as the Doc. Show up with the scrubs. Right. Right. Oh. <laughs> Did you just call me White Devil? Uh, no, I called you White Mike. <laughs> Calm down. All right. Let's see here. I'm skipping around here a little bit um, because I do have a couple of questions I have for Scott as well. So we'll go to Seahawks 27 at the Rams 23. My note before this game was, are the Rams still listless? And yes, but they put up more fight than I expected. They played this game without Matt Stafford, without Cooper Cup, without Aaron Donald. Wow. And, and Matt just scored 26 points? Uh, 23, yeah. 23, 23 points. 
Yeah, but they still never really had that much of a chance. Uh, Ken Walker for Seattle got hurt in this game, so that was really bad. Geno Smith put up some good numbers, touchdowns to Lockett, Metcalf, the whole thing. Um, so, well, hang on. Walker's getting good numbers out of Cherokee County. I don't like this. And it's going to depend on how much how many mail ballots are left behind. But with only 80% in, he's at about 69%. That is, that's not good. That's actually the first, like, really troubling thing. The Dave decision desk is rescinding the call. That's actually not good. Mm. Um. So, yeah, we'll see. If 10% of what's left, or if half of what's left is mail ballots, then it's fine. But if that's still mostly same-day vote to come in, that's actually a not good thing for Raphael Warnock. When are they trying to call this thing tonight? Tonight, I think I think it'll be shortly after midnight. Okay. Yeah. Um. Ugh. Terrible. Um. That 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 was actually that was actually disheartening. Um. Yeah. I don't think like I talk about Pete Carroll anymore after that. Do you have anything else to say about the Seahawks? Nah. All right. Chargers twenty at the Raiders twenty-seven. Um, this is a rematch of the game last year in the in week 18 that saw the Chargers eliminated from the playoffs because they couldn't tackle Josh Jacobs. And then they went uh they either went for it on a fourth down or called no, they called the timeout before the fourth down, let the whatever. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, the Chargers came out and lost again. And I'm kind of starting to be with you here, Cleve. I think the seats get hot under Brandon Staley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I said that. What week six? I think. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. You've been on it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't. It doesn't look like he fit there. You know, you got, you got Herbert. You know, you got Eckler. I mean, you got some guys. I don't know. It just, it just feels weird. Um, maybe he survives Black Monday. Maybe not. Well, since Black Monday was like nine days ago, I think it's going to be. No, okay. I, I'm thinking it was. I think it's. I think it's coming up, man. Before no. before the playoffs, I'm no. It's the Monday before thing. Monday after Thanksgiving. Would you like to make a bet? No, because I. <laughs> 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 that's uh. That's how you know. That's how you know, right there. Yeah, I mean, I think Staley should actually get another year because they've been hit with some awful, awful injury luck. That, yeah, that might that might be um. That might be like the only thing that saves him is even a quarterback. Remember, the, was it the ribs yep. or whatever? Yep. Um, yeah. So, sorry, but no numbers in from Dodge County so far. That seems weird. Um, so, oh man, this is going to be close. This could even be within like the recount margin. It's going to be very tight here. Oh man, I am. I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy with those Cherokee County numbers. Come on, Cherokee County, do better. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. I'm looking to see which one I want to discuss next. Do you want to talk? Let's go, let's go to Sunday night. Let's go to Colts Cowboys. Colts 19 at the Cowboys 54. I don't think Jeff Saturday is getting the full-time gig. You think <laughs> <laughs> he just learned real quick how hard a head coaching job is? <laughs> yeah, no, he uh he learned real fast. In fact, my note before this game was which coach screwed up more, McCarthy or Saturday? 
like trying to predict it. And uh, the answer is Saturday. Just a total clown show all the time. They got absolutely demolished. The Cowboys in this game, Tony Pollard, 12 carries, 91 yards, two touchdowns. It's crazy, bro. I'm, Pollard just continues to just absolutely crush. Uh, Zeke did okay in this game. He had like 70 yards and a touchdown as well. But Pollard's what, taking over the backfield. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you, at some point, when you sit Zeke down and say after the season, like, hey, uh, different direction or we need to restructure the last quarter of your deal or whatever. Pollard's that money was free, that money wasn't guaranteed. free agent after this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they gotta make a they gotta do something because yeah, um to get that guy to walk out the building, are you nuts? Yeah, are you nuts? Yeah, that would not be that would not be a uh a, a strong a strong look there. So I guess my question here about Jeff Saturday is because the Colts are obviously way better, or the Cowboys are way better than the Colts. But they'd say they had promoted Gus Bradley or John or, Fox. Who, yeah, John Fox, whoever else. Is this is this better? Like, is it unfair to judge Jeff Saturday for this versus who else could have been there? Or is this because of Jeff Saturday? I think, I mean, I think they were limited, obviously. They showed a little bit of fight when when Jeff took the job, but um, I think it caught up. You know, I I don't know how the other coaches would have fared either because the Cowboys are actually pretty good. That defense is pretty good. Um, there's no answers for Micah. <laughs> they're, they're a little better than pretty good. They're just they're they're <laughs> yeah, they're really like good. If 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 anyone in Indy thought they were gonna go in there and go toe to toe with these guys, they, they were nuts. They were nuts. Yeah, no, they did not have they did not have much of a chance at all in this game to start. But still, we fired up. It's Sunday night and just just get absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing there. Okay, uh, Monday night game. The Monday night game here, we had the Saints 16 at the Bucks 17. Cleve, my note going into this game was, are the Saints even a real football team? It's so bad. It's so, so bad there, bro. It's so bad. Um, uh, I, I mean, I don't even know where to start, Um, to be honest with you. Well, the the Bucks were down sixteen to three with five twenty one to play. I um, I watched that game today, but just for the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'm dead serious. Like I'm because I heard you know I heard all the chatter about it, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you watch the last quarter and kind of see where because it, it was pointless to watch the beginning of the game. Um, Brady, I just I don't know. You can't count them out. Obviously, I mean it's the Saints they were playing, but. To blow a lead like that, come on, guys. Even the Saints couldn't get that. 16 to 3. It's just awful. Another thing, too, is that he's skated by so much this year, too, but Dennis Allen is not going to survive this loss. No. This actually, no. this would have put them back in the division race. No. Yeah, I mean, is it. I don't know. Is it, so? All right. Let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Is it more on? Is it more that Tom is a great a great talent, or is it the Saints? Just like you used to say, like, is it a real team? Like it, like they're. I mean, they're done now, right? Yeah, they're they're toast. They're like yeah. four and nine. Yeah, they're done now. So like, you know, uh, whoever could have played to come back uh, is Jameis back? No, it was Andy Dalton. The red rifle still rides again. Okay, well. 
I mean, if I'm Jameis, I'm like, I'm all right, go ahead, bro. You got it the rest of the way. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No need for me to show up now. Yeah, I got a I got a bad back. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to the Rams next year to (laughs) Wow. (laughs) To compete with Brissett. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but in all seriousness, like when when I watched the the drive, like how do you score 14 points in three minutes? Like this is why I don't bet football the way you do. I, 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 dude, seriously. When I, when, when it was 16 to three with 521 to go, I went to look at the live line on DraftKings mm-hmm. and it was like bucks plus 475. And I was like, that's ridiculous. So many people are betting on the bucks to win here. The number can't even get to anything near what it should be. Mm-hmm. I think we get like plus 650, plus 700. I'll make a little bet, you know. See if Tom Brady can get me something. And it's plus 425. And I'm like, like, nobody thinks the Saints are gonna win this. That's that's insane. <laughs> with yeah. with a lead like that, like you that's yeah, that's telling. That's damning. Yeah. Um, and then they come back, the Bucks go right down the field to get the touchdown to K Dotten. Oh, that's a real person. <laughs> um, and then they I mean the Saints, all they had to do was get like two first downs, they get one. And then the second one, they throw a seam route into double coverage to Taysom Hill, who's a quarterback. Pretty much, yeah. Kind of. He's a a Swiss Army knife, bro. He's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, but like so was Cordell Stewart, and these aren't the same thing. Slashed. That's a good reference. Yeah. um, I I don't really like Cordell Stewart for a number of reasons, but – He's still a better wide receiver than Taysom Hill. So he's got that going for him. <laughs> and he's got a better arm than Andy Dalton. They should have had him out there doing both. Um, and so then the Bucs get the ball back, march down the field, touchdown pass to Rashad White, who is my single most owned player of Best Ball Mania 3 on underdog. So I was pretty excited about that. That was, yeah, that was, that was fun. So, all right, I'm going to check. Real quick here, we've got 76% of the vote in Cleve. It is currently Walker, 50.1% to Warnock, 49.9%. Man, I can't believe that. I, I can't either. This is not – and I can't – obviously, while I'm doing the show, I can't hear Steve talk, so I don't know the nature of the outstanding ballots. I do know that, like, the mail ballots from the big counties go last. Okay. That was the case in uh, – in, um, 2020 and in 2022. So I am really hoping that we get a break here for, for Warnock. I can, he will be in the Senate for six years, Cleve. That's scary. Six years of Herschel Walker. That puts me into my, I'll be 50, 80s, 53. Shit. You'll be 91. <laughs> Man, I maybe like can't. a leather helmet. I don't know if I told this story on the show before, but at my first real job I ever had, the big, big boss there, the medical director, he uh was an all state uh football player in the state of Illinois, and he went to college to play at the University of Illinois, and he was in practice uh as a freshman, and he took a toss sweep around the edge. And got hit by Dick Buckkiss and quit football on the spot. Yeah, I can see that <laughs> happening. He was like, he was like, I'm just gonna go be a really powerful doctor. I'm out of here. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> good choice. <laughs> good choice, buddy. Yeah, 
Um, he said, I don't know what he's, I've never been hit by a train, but I assume it's the same thing. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Can you imagine that? Uh, I can't. I, I mean, just the, just the absolute force. And that's what the leather helmets reminded me. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. So we are going to get Scott, but not for a little bit here. So we are going to go back to the chiefs, 24, the Bengals, 27, this is now three times in a row that the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs. Are the Bengals just better than the Chiefs? I just think that um, how teams match up. You know, I'm a big boxing fan, and it's you know the style makes fights. Sometimes the team just has your number, either the way they scheme for you or the, or the game plan or you know use of personnel. I mean, there's a myriad of things that that come into play there. Um, they just got their number. I mean, that's the. They show up to play that game, you know. It's like rivalry games, you know, like when when the Buckeyes play the Wolverines. It's like you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get a good game, and it's gonna be a, a dog fight, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, all three wins for the Bengals have been by exactly three points. A win is a win, right? Yes, but if we're looking to like project this into the future in case they play again, because this is seeming like a real possibility. Even though three straight wins, three straight wins by three points, I don't know if it's um, I don't know if it's really that predictive. Like it does show that obviously they match up well with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but I would still make like if if the Chiefs played the Bengals in Detroit tomorrow and they put a gun to your head, you had to pick the winner. Are you taking the Bengals or the Chiefs? I mean, given given the history of it, I'm taking I'm taking the Bengals. All right, Rip Cleave, uh, seat open. We need another co-host here on political football. <laughs> no, listen, listen. Like, the, so the Chiefs can only beat themselves. They're, they're not one of those teams where, you know, Mahomes might have a game where he's just kind of like he's ad ad libbing or whatever. Like he's been yeah. tamed this year. He's been tamed this year, right? But in in you know, but again, when when that team's hot, and then we're talking about having all. All weapons complemented. Like every everyone's there. Chase, yes. Every like everyone. If so, if it's everyone, everyone there, um, not in Chase Higgins, Mixon, Juju Smith-Schuster, Travis Kelsey, Correct. yes, Marquez Valdez, Scantley, Justin Watson. Yeah, I mean, it's whoever's I mean, the running back is for the Chiefs. Yeah, it it's a who's who coming out there. So you know, like I said, I'm I'll take I'll t- given like the track record. You know, if 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 there if that wasn't involved in it, the eye test tells me take the Chiefs. I I mean I I agree with you. I would still take the Chiefs neutral field over the Bengals, but it's clear the Bengals do match up with them very well. Um, the main thing out of this game, I mean, it was a good game. It was a back and forth game, but there was nothing too special in the game for me. Jamar Chase was back. He didn't make any huge plays, but he was obviously influential in the game. The big thing is that Samaje P. Ryan ran for 106 yards and caught another like 50 yards worth of balls because running back doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. I mean, the Bengals are a good offense. So you put any halfway decent running back back there, they're going to put up some put up some numbers. I mean, Joe Mixon scored five touchdowns in a game, got a concussion, and they haven't missed the beat. Also, how bad is that concussion? He missed two games now with it. How you said how bad it mm. Yeah, like a, a two a two game concussion. I mean, you might, you know, I, I mean I see I don't know if 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 they if they if they, if it's graded like okay he's he's you know he was out he didn't know who where he was or he just got his bell rung where he's like okay he's coherent but he's not 
obviously going to go back out there, right? Well, he was he hasn't even been cleared for the protocol after two weeks. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so obviously it it could be a buildup of 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 concussions over time, where they're probably telling him like, "Hey, listen, we're going to keep you out an extra week or two, or we're not going to clear you just yet, or maybe he just can't clear the protocols." Yeah. Which, from what guys say, it's it's a pretty you can beat you can beat the test basically, the current test in place you can you know you can finag you can finag your way through it. You know, but is that is it. is that is that the pre tour test or the post tour test? Well, it, well, again, yeah. I mean, pre tour, obviously. I mean, got, multiple guys came out and said, "Oh, that test is bullshit." You know, maybe like they've tightened things up since then. Yeah. Hang on, we're getting Forsyth County here. This is a huge one. This is the most Republican county in Metro Atlanta. 62% of the vote in there. Walker at 63%. They did not show what the overall number was from back in from back in November, which feels like 10 years ago at this point, though it was even though it was a month ago. Um, that's gonna be a huge one. Like if he if Walker does not get close to Kemp in Forsyth County, he can't win. That's just, there's just so many people there. It's like the one big place full of Republicans. So it's just so just home. Yeah, so just terms of like raw numbers, he needs to get a bunch of vote there, right? If he comes in three points behind Brian Kemp there, he's not going to be able to make that up with all these other little rural places. Um, but I didn't get to see, didn't get to see the comparison there. All right, let me see here. Just going through, picking the uh, the next game here. Um, okay, we'll talk about the tie. I was going to wait for Scott to talk about the tie because he actually predicted the tie. Do you did remember he? that? No, did he? Okay. He did. So uh, last week, as we're going through the games for the following week, I said, oh, Commanders and Giants, the winner of this game is going to really strengthen the playoff position. He goes, yeah, they could just tie. <laughs> Commanders 20, Giants 20. And we just talked about we need two of those teams to fall off. <laughs> yeah, this was a really bad result for the Packers. So the thing, the thing about this result, remember last year, week 18 with the Chargers and the Raiders? Mm-hmm. And the situation was if they tied, they both made the playoffs. And I said they should both each take knees all game long and just go just to the playoffs. Short, yeah, and sure that it's gonna be a tie. Yeah. This game could end up being that. It just happened to week 13. But at the end of the season, we could look back and be like, oh, yeah, that tie is why both these teams made it in. True. So think of it like that. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see if that ends up if that ends up happening here. Um they do play again in two weeks. So that's gonna be a massive, a massive thing here. Now, Cleve, when you were watching this game, like were you at all impressed with either of these teams, or did it seem like more of a slappers only type game? It was like you're forced to to watch this because it's NFL football, and that's what they got on the schedule. Is I, I had no dog in the fight, no interest in the game. Obviously, I was you know I think I was doing homework or something, kind of watching it off off and on. Yeah, this is all the types of games where like we need Scott to tell us about the defense, the offensive line, because I feel like it was probably important. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, wide receivers. <laughs> and Cleve's like, I love running backs. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, right. And of course, all we know about the Washington running game is like big hats. It's insane. We, we don't know much uh much else about it. All right. So you got the commanders and the giants there. They tied, 
They tied at 20. What time is it here? 9.26. It is 9.26. All right. So let me see. Don't mind me just fiddling through my notes, trying to figure out which which game which game to talk about. Okay, we'll go to this one because I know you got thoughts here. Dolphin 17, 49ers 33. Okay. First thing first, this was uh Mike McDaniel coaching the Dolphins against his former team. Mm-hmm. Um going back, going back to San Francisco. Huge game for both. Ben really wants to talk about the Lions. We will get to the Lions, Ben, I promise. Um, so, but really, I mean, all things happened in this game. Great one for the 49ers. Jimmy G broke his foot. I saw that. At first, it was reported he was going to be out for the year. If he's out for the year, my question to you is, does this just remove the 49ers from Super Bowl contention with Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy playing? Um, yes. And the other side of that coin, it would it would make a hell of a um what is it, lifetime movie or something like that. I'll give you a 30 for 30. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But in all seriousness, um have we ever seen a Mr. Irrelevant play? Like at quarterback? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't I'm, think I don't think we've ever seen a Mr. Relevant. Uh, I don't know how many Mr. Relevants have been quarterback. Have, have, yeah, well, yeah, that's even a better question. But he didn't look bad. <laughs> For a guy that never got first round, I mean, um, first team snaps, he didn't look bad. Yeah, I mean, he made a living at Iowa State, just starting handing the ball to Brees Hall. <laughs> I, I saw that you text that, and I had to like look that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's that's where he's from. He's from uh, he's from Iowa State. So honestly, honestly, man. I, I, you know what? I, because of where he was drafted and the stigma of being Mr. Irrelevant, I'm glad he had himself a day. Even if he doesn't ever hit the field again, he got to play in an NFL game. Uh, he's going to be the starter for them. <laughs> like, this well, is it. <laughs> he's, he, this is it. He's playing. Brock Purdy's the man there. So, number, so, when, what, so he goes down. They got, I mean, they got to like, go on the street looking for a guy. They signed Josh Johnson off the Broncos uh, I, practice I, squad. Is that the same Josh Johnson that was with the Jets a thousand years ago? Or no? no. You mean last year? Yes. Last year. <laughs> yeah. This guy's indestructible, bro. He, he is. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm, pretty sure Josh, I'm pretty sure Josh Johnson played for Jim Harbaugh at San Diego. Jesus. You think he was like, what was he doing like that Sunday? Like, was he carving up a turkey like Vinny was when they called him out of retirement? Like, no, what, I think. I think he's in the gym working out because he knows anytime somebody goes down, he's the guy. Wow. <laughs> right? This guy's like NFL Damon Allen. He just has to know that it's uh <laughs> shout out to any CFL fans out there. Keep your phone close to you, buddy. He's gonna a call is gonna come in. <laughs> yeah. He probably already knew. He probably saw Jimmy G get carted off and just got on a plane. He's like, Hey babe, pack the bags, <laughs> we're out. <laughs> well, it's a it's that scene where like Shanahan and, and Lynch are like, all right, we're gonna we're going to call Josh Johnson and it's ringing and he just walks in the office with the phone ringing because <laughs> he already knew. <laughs> he already knew what it was. I, need, I just need a playbook. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even need that. Oh, wow. He was like, he's like, yeah, Kyle, I used to play for your dad. I know the playbook. It's fine. <laughs> Damn. Good for him, man. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Not- so he, so he- 
to Paul's point, Purdy can play a little bit. Like I said, I was very yeah, shocked he that he was able to even get a pass off. And I think I text you guys, like, we're in a world where a Mr. Irrelevant that's never going to see the field possibly, and he put up more yards than our, our starting quarterback, our former starting quarterback. Yes. 200-plus yards. All right, Warnock running ahead of his numbers in Bibb County by – uh, quick math, 1.3 points. He did 1.3 points better than Walker today than a month ago in Bibb County. And it looks like Muskogee County too. Okay, those are good. Those are good. Not enough to get me off my 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 nerves from the Cherokee County, but it's that's better. That's that's what you're looking for. So, and if that pattern holds in Fulton County and uh, Cobb County, that that's that's going to be the ball game there. So yeah, so Brock Purdy can play a bit. My my overall point here, Cleve, is that I don't think that the 49ers' chances of winning the Super Bowl are significantly less now than they were before with Jimmy G. You don't wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna walk I'm gonna walk you through why they are less right. They are less for sure. Mm-hmm. But the, the couple things one. Jimmy G is a game manager who's good at getting the ball to his good players. Okay. Fair enough. Being an elite game manager is a skill, but the gap between an elite game manager and an average game manager is much closer than the gap between like Patrick Mahomes and Zach Wilson. Right. <laughs> oh, we're improvising, running around. We're going to make it happen. Like the greatest players at that are way further away than the bad ones. Right. Mm. So if Purdy is just an average game manager, right. They're eight and four. Okay. They're going to get the number three seed. The Bucks aren't going to catch them, right? Um, the Bucks already have six losses. If even if the 49ers split, they go two and two down the stretch, and they're 10 and six. They're going to get the number three seed. Well, we already talked about the three bad teams that are going to make the playoffs, right? The Giants, Commanders, and Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So they're going to host one of those three teams in the wild card round. We just saw Brock Purdy and the 49ers put it on the Dolphins at home. The Commanders, the Giants, yeah. right? To me, that's a win anyways, right? Jimmy G, Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson. <laughs> Whoever. Yeah. Uh, Y.A. Tittle. Like, it doesn't matter. There. <laughs> For, take you back to your childhood. Um, Sonny Jurgensen. Like, it doesn't matter, right? So then as the three seed, if the one and two seeds win, the one seed will be either Dallas or Philly, whoever wins that one, right? Okay. As the three seed, they will go to the two seed, which is Minnesota. You've already said yourself that you're not a huge believer in the Vikings. Yeah. Do you really think that it's such a leap, like between the Jimmy G 49ers and the Brock Purdy Niners to beat the Vikings in Minnesota? I mean, you make a compelling argument, right? I don't think, I don't think it's that much harder for the 49ers to win there. With those two quarterbacks, assuming Purdy's just an average game manager. I mean, if he's Zach Wilson level bad, it won't matter. Yeah, but I mean, but, the flashes of what he gave you, He's he, if he's told what to do as a yeah. game manager, just play safe, ball security, go through your reads, make sure a guy's open, throw him open. With a, don't throw him open, just throw if he's open. You know, that's right. Kind of stuff. Right. Don't lose the game. Let Kirk Cousins lose the game, right? Exactly. You can see that happening. So Fine. then they have to go to the one seed, which is probably Philly beat Philly, then go to the Super Bowl and beat probably Kansas City or Buffalo. 
But whether Jimmy G or Brock Purdy's the quarterback, beating Philly and Buffalo or Philly and KC back to back is a tall order, anyways. I mean, if that happens, that kid <laughs> he writes he writes his his contract. Yes. Yes, um, but like, but you see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter if it's Purdy or Jimmy G. Winning at Philly is going to be very hard. Mm-hmm. Winning against Buffalo or Kansas City is going to be very hard. So to me, it doesn't really change the outlook all that much because of the path that they have. For, now, if this was three weeks ago, and they don't have that three seed locked up, because the four seed plays Dallas or Philly. Okay. Right. Because the four seed will play the fifth seed, which will be whoever doesn't win between Dallas and Philly. That's going to be Tampa. They're done. Tampa's going to host the Cowboys in the first round and get obliterated. <laughs> but then that means that the Cowboys will go to Philly in the second round and the 49ers go to the Vikings. I'd rather be the 49ers than any of the other three, really. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, make a compelling argument. Yeah. So the way that it's setting up right now, I still think the chart the Chargers, the 49ers, they have injuries, so I assume it's the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, that the 49ers are still set up in a strong, strong position to make a run a almost the exact same position they were in before Jimmy G got hurt, and he's not out for the season. So it's a Liz Fr- yeah, it's a Liz Frank injury. They said seven to eight weeks. Cleve, what Sunday? Oh, Dave Wasserman is calling it for Warnock, Paul says. We have wow. one, but we have somebody calling it for Warnock. Okay, eyes, eyes on the TV in case we get a call from NBC. Um, I'm going to be looking up there. What is what game? What round in the playoffs is seven weeks from this past Sunday? What round is that? Is that uh, that's not the championship game, is it? It's the divisional round. If he misses seven weeks, he'll be back for the Minnesota game. Mm. What's what's left on the what's left? What five games? Four for them. They're eight and four. No, five right. games. They play 17 now. Five games yeah, left. Five games. Okay. Yeah. So if they go two and three, they finish 10 and seven. <laughs> ben. <laughs> That's a Dave comment. <laughs> so, ben, ben. Oh, my God. That's something Jesus. you would say. Jesus he Christ. He took your thunder, bro. Ben says, at some point this evening, Herschel Walker's going to turn to someone next to him and ask, quote, I don't get to be the governor no more. That's good, man. That's that's really good. Oh, my God. I'm so mad I no longer get to have the funniest comment on the show ever because now it goes to Ben. Uh, my goodness. That's <laughs> Wow, that's good. I, I needed that. I can see my eyes. I got tears in my eyes. Bro. Holy shit. That's great. Nice one, Ben. That's great. Because you know what it is? I I, I envisioned it in, in his voice. Like, look, just looking around. First person he sees. It's like, it's like, like a cocktail shrimp guy. Like, like some, like, like with the voice of Steven from Django, but the tone of Tiny Tim asking for more food. It's brutal. That's good. That's good. That's good. Cocktail shrimp guy is going to turn to him like, I, I, I guess, I guess so, sir. I guess so. Who are you? <laughs> oh coat. man, he will be, he will be forgotten so, so quickly. In, uh, in that case, oh, my God. Um. Oh my goodness. Um. The other thing. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to this. Paul. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Paul says Ben's the one white dude who gets to say that. There's not many that could pull it off. There's 
<laughs> that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, there's 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 not many that can walk that walk that fine line, but uh Ben Ben would be one of them. So, anyways, I don't really have a good segue back to football, but I feel like the 49ers uh Dolphins game was important because this is a potential Super Bowl preview. And the 49ers kicked the shit out of the Dolphins with Brock Purdy. Yeah, I <laughs> I I mean, but Tua had a great game, right? He had a decent game. He threw a 75-yard touchdown on the first play and then was kind of average after that. Like, like guys weren't open or he just Jalen Waddle did get hurt. So he did lose uh he did lose Waddle early. Okay. But this do you know who scored the 75 yarder? No. Trent Sherfield. Don't even know that. I don't even know that it is. He's a former 49er. Really? Wow. So that had that had to be that had to be good. Uh good for him. Uh hang on one second here. Yeah, that had to be good. Good a good feeling for him, you know, until his team got destroyed. But first place, sometimes you got into the house in your old stadium had to be a good feel. But yeah, this is why I just I'm just very confident in the 49ers, even with Brock Purdy. It will be better if they get Jimmy G back for the mm-hmm. Minnesota game in the divisional round, but th- that's a good team. Yeah. All right. Well, Scott's just gonna have to jump in here while we're while we're discussing this. Jaguars 10, the Lions 40. Man. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. Take it away, Cleve. Is that your is it like your fight song? And when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer <laughs> the brave rah rah rah. Yeah, absolutely. Um the line the lions have a fight song. Wow. It's not half bad. Uh we had one gonna... with, with, with Lou Holtz when Lou Holtz was the coach, and that didn't last so long. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta send it to you. It's absolutely fucking funny. Um Man, Lou Holtz, the Herschel Walker of football coaches. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So Jaguars ten, Lions forty. Um, so my note here was Jays continue to improve off comeback win over Baltimore. I guess not. Yeah, they, now, they they're up and down. Like they one week they're shining on, next week I'm like, what is this team doing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but at the end of last week when we were going through the games, I did say I felt a Lions double-digit win coming. Yeah, you did say that. I do remember. Yep. I do recall something something to that effect. Yeah, um, and I thought they, they'd win easily. 40-10 to 10 is something a little bit different, though. Just just take a random guess at Jared Goff's stat line in this game. Just uh, random. Go for it. 27 for 38 for 312 yards. Not bad. Not bad. 31 of 41, 340 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, shit. That you couldn't ask for a better day from a guy. The 49ers are so good they could win the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Which is why they could be okay with Brock Purdy. Because <laughs> 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 um, they're just that good. Um yeah, this is just this is just an absolute ass kicking. And I want to ask you, because Scott and I, you know, we are fans of the Detroit Lions. I want to ask you, um, what did you think watching this game of the Lions and their performance and just that team in general? 
like I always say, I, you know, we we poke fun at each other all the time, you and I, since we've known each other. But your team always shows fight, like the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, since we since we've been doing this show, actually, the last three years, like when you guys lose some really close games, games that could have went the other way, and I always say you guys are snake bit. But that's the that if you guys play like that, it's a hard team to beat because, I mean, damn near flawless game, you know. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a great game. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the game, and I'm not like a big watch the field type. Um, I look for patterns, and the pattern I see here is that when you can't get pressure on Jared Goff, he is above average. Yeah. Like, no pressure Jared Goff is, like, slightly worse than Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr. Mm. And with the team that has this amount of talent, that'll do it, right? I mean, he, he he threw some really good passes. Um, I mean, the Jack again, you know, the Jags. We th- well coming off the game that they had last week. Yeah, we're thinking that they were gonna roll. You know, I I honestly thought you guys were gonna get rolled. I honestly thought you guys really. Were gonna get yeah. Oh, you should have you should have offered me a bet. No, no, coming off the, because the Jags were coming off a you know a good yeah. win. I yeah. just felt like okay, they're gonna try to put two together or whatever. But that like. That's like you go right back to the drawing board because it's like what happened last week. You know? I think the Jags are just a young team. And if 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 this really was Trevor Lawrence's rookie year, we wouldn't even really be sweating it. We'd be like, yeah, they got a good developing young quarterback who's showing some promise and they're a young team and they're bouncing all over the place and they're good one week and trashing it next week. And it would just make some sense. I just feel like we... Like, on the one hand, we're too grounded to the Jags just always being bad. And then we're, like, too far in front of our skis and judging them because it's actually Lawrence's second year. And it feels like he should be further along than he is. Mm-hmm. When really, it's somewhere in the middle. They're no longer the Jags. That's Houston. Yeah. But they're yeah. not good, right? But they're not the Jets either. They're not, like, into the second year of the new thing. They're still actually really in the first year of the new thing. Yeah. All All agreeable points. All right, let me see here. That is it for the games. We didn't talk Baker. Oh, we did not. We did not mention. We did not mention Baker because the Panthers were off, and we didn't mention him when the Rams were up. So yeah, I will bring it up. That's a good point. So Baker Mayfield gets cut by on his day off. Yeah, got cut on his day off. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. They said, um, it was, they said it was mutual. Do you think that? Yes, because I think he saw an opportunity with the Rams and asked to be released. Um, and so he does get cut. The Rams do sign him, and they're saying that he might play on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's beating out the guy that's that's in there, right? Bryce Perkins? Yeah. Yeah, because John Wofford broke his foot. Oh, so yeah, he's he. If he yeah. couldn't, if, if he went there and sat, then that tells you a lot about what's <laughs> going on with him. Like, really, yeah, no, no, hang, hang on, Baker. Bryce, Bryce has got it. We're uh, we're good here. Um, you know, I know Washington, I know Washington called it. I'm still a little nervous. Sorry, Cliff. God, what were you saying? What do you so? I've been, you know, I'm a ba- I became a Baker guy, I wasn't always a Baker guy, right? But now. I, but I always kind of put it out there. When are we going to call him a bust for, you know? Oh, he's already um, a bust. Yeah. Like, it's it's official. It's official. He, 
he was a bust the second he got to Carolina and continued to be unsuccessful. Actually, he was a bust when Odell got to the Rams and was doing well. Oh, yeah. And it was clear that that Odell Beckham Sr. was right. Yeah, with the highlight take. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Baker's simply a bust. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a path forward being a backup and whatever. Yeah, but he's, 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 he's never going to start again. I don't think. Except right? for Thursday. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I'm like, 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 if he, you know, yeah, starting quarterback for the Rams <laughs> in Cooper Cup is out for the season, most likely. He could come back, but like, why? Allen Robinson is out for the season. Please, for me, name Rams wide receivers. Wow. I, I would have to make up guys. Well, go for it. You might hit one on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Patron. A uh, close, <laughs> close. How about Ben Skoranek? I've never heard of that guy. Brandon Powell. Sounds like a believable name. Tutu Atwell. Definitely made up name. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe if I told you that Tutu Atwell was 5'6", 170? And made the league? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then Ben makes a good point here. The Lions do get the Rams first round pick this year. So that could be the number two overall pick. Cause I don't think anybody's catching Houston, but that could end up being the number two overall pick. And that would be, that would just be absolutely, absolutely fantastic. All right. If we do happen to get Scott, I'll ask him a couple questions about a couple of things here that I got noted down for him, but we're going to move on to uh, the upcoming, the upcoming games. And I may not have actually pulled this up yet. So give me one second here. One second. Producing the show as we do the show. We need we need to hire a producer. If anybody out there is willing to work for free and get yelled at a lot, let me know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a well, have Cleve yelling at you like you're in the gym. I'm just kidding. Cleve is not Cleve is not a yelly personal trainer. He's actually a calm, nice, and encouraging personal trainer. Yes, I am. Yes, um, he comes highly recommended. So, all right, Thursday night, Cleve Raiders at Rams. Mm, so that's the ba- that's Baker's coming out party. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know what? I might I might actually watch a little bit of that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's disaster theater. You got to watch imagine, that. Can you imagine if he beats them? If he beats that, just beats just just comes out. 350 yards, four touchdowns, sling it to Skoranek and 2-2, just all over the field. <laughs> and then plants a flag. <laughs> plants a flag. <laughs> he plants the Oklahoma flag in the L.A. stadium. That just because it's all, that, all he knows. That's all he knows to do. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, Vikings at Lions. We already okay. touched on that. Um. With no with no Lamar, Ravens at Steelers. What do you think about that game with TJ Watt back and no Lamar? Um the, I mean how they've been playing, they might get rolled. They might get rolled. Yeah, if they play like shit, the Steelers are not good, but they're good enough to beat a team playing poorly. I mean as you saw with Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Browns at Bengals. Oh, this is um Watson's second game. I, I, I hope they get. I hope they get rolled. Uh, me too. I hope they get um, rolled. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I. I just. 
No, you want me to get, I want to get embarrassed. I want Burrow to go for like 506. <laughs> As Watson gets benched for Brissett in the third. <laughs> that's that's what I'm look that's what I'm looking for out of this game. Oh, Cleve. Jets at Bills. Yeah, I, I, mean, I knew that was coming up. So. White Mike, White Mike on the road in Orchard Park. What do you think? If he pull if he pulls that off, that'll be dope. Now you guys did beat them earlier in New Jersey, right? Yes. If you guys sweep the Bills, you're in the playoffs. Like that mm-hmm. that's just math. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big game. It's a big game. All right. Uh, NBC News is now categorizing it as too close to call Warnock leads. So that's promising. That is promising. Oh, my God. Cleve. My, oh, my goodness. Texans at Cowboys. Oh, man. That's going to be ugly. They they might just sit there, guys. <laughs> I mean, if you're... Like, I would just let Zeke play. I'm not even going to use Pollard. Is it possible Davis Mills and Kyle Allen just don't show up to the stadium? Like, we have to go against Micah Parsons with this line? <laughs> yeah, that would be, um. oh, my goodness. Uh, th- yeah, that's, don't take, don't take the Cowboys to cover, though, because the number they're going to get is going to be just absurd. It's going to be, it's going to be a bad bet. I mean, it, it's going to be what, 14 and a half, 15? It, it, it's going to be up there. It's not going to be good. Um, mm. Eagles at Giants. If the Giants can steal a win here against the Eagles, it'll help them in the playoffs, but I don't really see that. I don't see that happening. Oh, here we go, Cleve. All right, I need you to, again, watch every snap, take meticulous notes, and report back. Jaguars at Titans. Oh, my God. That's awful. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not You're not there for the, for the, Jags, for the Jags and Titans? No. Okay. No. Fair enough. Oh, this was a game that looked uh, promising before the season. Chiefs at Broncos. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Like, do you do you play like your starters? Like, do you play like Mahomes plays? Uh, yeah, their defense is too good. You have to play the starters against the Broncos. At least on offense. <laughs> you can you can probably sit you can probably sit the first and second string on defense. The Broncos score thirteen points. Yeah. Yeah, eight, eight I touchdowns, eight touchdowns in in thirteen weeks for that kind of money. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So if he ends the year on twelve touchdowns and he makes fifty million dollars a year, he's getting paid a little over four million dollars per touchdown. God, he rules it for guys behind him. Denver, I will play quarterback, and I will only charge you ten grand per touchdown. <laughs> And I will finish the season with twenty grand after Jerry Judy does some sick shit on a wide receiver screen a couple times. <laughs> that's that's about the only way. Running one play. <laughs> yeah, we're running goal line fades from our own sixteen. It doesn't matter. That's what I can throw. <laughs> Cortland Sutton, go get it. Yeah. Um, Panthers at Seahawks. That feels like a slaughter incoming. That just feels like a two hundred yard DK Metcalf game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Gino's going to show out. He's going to show, yeah. show out. And the Seahawks are in a, a real playoff fight now. So, yeah, I could, I can see that for sure. Um, last game on Sunday, Bucks at 49ers. 
This is actually a huge game because if the Bucs are going to catch the 49ers for the three seed, they got to have it. They can't lose this one in the tiebreaker. Like, it's it's finished. The 49ers can lock up the three seed with this game. So, basically, Brady's going to play a guy that was four months old when he got drafted. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And lose. You believe that? That kid would be like a a hometown hero. Oh, yeah. Like, out-dueling Tom Brady? Like but they just beating them, but like outduels him. Yeah. Well, I think I think the, the bigger issue for the Bucks isn't going to be the 49ers offense per se. It's going to be Nick Bosa against either whoever Tristan Wirf's backup is or holding machine Donovan Smith. Right. That's where the real issue is going to come in. It's going to be that Tom Brady's going to get hit in his mouth like five times in this game. And we already know he doesn't want to get hit this season. No, he doesn't. He's allergic to it. No. Oh, by the way. this isn't normally where I like to go with these sorts of things, but him shouting out his daughter's birthday after the game last, uh, last night, did that seem a little forced to you? Could be, could be like he hasn't seen them, you know, (laughs) and maybe forgot, maybe not forgot, but Hey, you didn't call. I got to add a game. I mean, it, it felt like, it felt like some assistant coach reminded him right before the interview. Like, hey, remember, it's your daughter's birthday. Like, he knew, but it wasn't front of mind. Like, the coach was like, hey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I was, right. I was, yeah, I was trying yeah, to be but, snarky with it, but I think yeah. but like, like he's he did, got he so much for, going on. Yeah, yeah, he didn't forget it. Right, he just would not think to say that unless somebody prompted him, like, right before. That's sort of how it came off. Give her a shout out, Tom. It came off to me. Um, Although... It's cute that he thinks Giselle lets the kids watch the games. Um, <laughs> the Sunday night game is actually a pretty decent one. Dolphins at Chargers. Yeah, I I would actually watch that. Yeah, I I mean, two versus Herbert. I mean, that was the that was the question in the draft, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but Herbert's not at you know full full strength, right? Where's I think he's bothering? I think he's pretty much back. Okay. Yeah, I think he's pretty much he's pretty much back. I mean, and Tua, it's been like two and a half months since he was out there throwing up gang signs, so <laughs> he's back. And then the Monday nighter, yeah, <sighs> Patriots at Cardinals. No fucking chance for me. No chance for me, bro. Like <sighs> you guys would have, I'll have to watch my text to see if you guys post anything interesting, but. For me to sit down with dinner in front of that, I don't think so. I mean, it'll be good from like a DFS showdown point of view, but so so it'll, I mean, it'll be a fun game for that purpose. But for just like what's going to happen on the football field, there's really two outcomes: Kyler and Cliff kind of go off and put it on the Patriots at home, or they don't, and it's just like this a miserable slog. But like. Mac Jones can't keep up with Kyler Murray in the first instance. And the second instance is miserable. This could be a game where he gets fired. Cliff gets fired after that game. On the the short week? They get rolled? Yeah, maybe. Because I think if they lose again, they're done. They're like mathematically done if they lose again. If they get rolled, if they get rolled, they're done. Yeah, Paul says he watched episode one of NCs and Hard Knocks tonight. It rules. That's true. I cannot stress this enough to the listeners. The NCs and Hard Knocks for the Cardinals is very good. Mm. It's very good and worth watching. Um, 
because of all of the stress around all of this. It's it's really good. And Cliff, Kyler, Buda Baker, DeAndre Hopkins are all interesting people mm. in their own right. So yeah, it's it's very good. So that's the uh that's the upcoming schedule for for this next week. This is the last um last regular season week for best ball as well. So after this upcoming week, I will know how many other teams have advanced, how close I am to winning two million dollars, how close Cleveland Scott are to winning twenty-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you're pretty you're pretty excited about that. So um it's too bad we weren't able to get we weren't able to get Scott tonight. I did want to get his thoughts, and I'll bring it up to you here, Cleve. Did you see Lamar tweet retweet the Lions big win over the Jags? No. So one of the first things after the Ravens game that he did, one of his first retweets was uh some page being like, Yeah, go Lions. We won 40 to 10. Hmm. One time. I think that's one time. Lamar to Detroit. <laughs> think about it. We have we're gonna have like a top five pick in our own pick to trade to Baltimore for him. <clears throat> I mean, that only happens if Baltimore doesn't pony up and pay him. What if he doesn't want to go? What if he's pissed because now he's hurt? And they didn't pay him. That's what I'm saying. Like it, this, this gets really interesting now because you know yeah. they're both they're both on the hook for it. Um, he shouldn't have played. They they, they should have like, paid him. It. Yeah, they should have paid him. So yeah, yeah. Um, I I am just Man, Cleve. He's... Whenever this news breaks, I don't care what we're doing. This show goes live. I don't care if you're in the middle of a session. It's like it's like a um like a SEAL team. Like wherever you like wherever you are, your wristband goes off. Yes. Just report it. You had a wedding, just get out of the wedding, show up, get your yeah. gear. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You could be in the middle of a bench press. Yeah, it go. doesn't matter. Throw it up, get get go. on. Get I'll be phone. I'll be at the desk at the hotel, just to, like going like this to the guests. Like you will wait. Setting up setting up courts. <laughs> <laughs> Live from <laughs> yeah absolutely amazing um okay well thank you everybody who joined us here live on youtube we really appreciate it appreciate it please do be sure to hit the like button on the video that does help um and obviously if you're listening to this on the audio version it is also youtube live stream where you can see things like uh cleve's jets hat and me and my wild gesticulations throughout throughout <laughs> the night um and so there's a link down down below in the show notes for that also, if you're listening on the audio version, you might notice the intro music is different tonight. That is because the computer I used to edit the show is no longer in the same state as I am. Uh, so you'll be getting the normal countdown. And so that's what happened there. The normal uh, theme music will be back next week, maybe the week after, but you, it'll be did back. You, did you leave it? In, did you leave it over uh, at your folks? No, Megan's back in Michigan. She took it with her. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, it is technically not mine. So I didn't put up too oh, much. Of a fight. Okay. <laughs> I didn't put up too much of a fight because it's not a, uh, it, it's not mine. And she needs it. She needed it for planning wedding stuff. So I was like, no, the listeners can just deal with some bad intro music for a couple of weeks. Hey, Max, football is more important. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, there's now two seats open. Um, so if anybody else wants to host the show, Cleve got shot picking the Bengals over the Chiefs, and I uh, am now deceased as well. <laughs> For the football is more important than the wedding comment there from Cleve. Thanks a lot. Um, but yeah, that's it from me, Cleve. Any final thoughts before we go? Nah, I mean, uh, we're heading into the next few weeks. We're going to be heading, you know, we're going to see who the real teams are. Cream of the crop is going to rise. Um, 
and we're gonna see what's up. Um, this is the this is the part of the season I get excited for. I don't I don't really care about the first two quarters of the season. This is where like we start to see like if these teams are for real, if the if the Eagles are for real, if the Cowboys are for real, if there's a, a massive collapse coming for anybody. And that's why we got to get you in the DFS. All right, everybody. We will we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.